the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. God wants you to see outward manifestation of his power in your life. You've arrived at a new season today. Power from on high is available to you to change your life right now. Maybe you feel weak and insignificant and life circumstances, they seem to flood in with disappointment, disappointment, and relationships are strained, and financial difficulties are mounting up, God has an answer for every circumstance. For every occurrence, He has an answer and a way out. Title of today's message is, Something is Missing. Something is Missing. God wants to guide you by the Holy Spirit. He desires a relationship filled with deliverance and healing and His restoring power. Could it be that somehow you've lost communication, your connection with God? Or, or maybe you've never felt that you really had that, that transforming power of his love. You've never really felt that before. God wants to restore his relationship with you. He wants open communication where you and he commune and you receive answers, guidance, wisdom. And he is a recipient of desire of his heart, your love. God is out to win a relationship with you that overturns every negative force in your life, the lives of his children. God wants to deal with your stress on the job, or maybe there's no job at all, or an addiction that's in your life, healing and deliverance. I'm here for you. That's what I heard the Lord say. Tell them I am here for them. What more do we need than the Almighty saying, I'm here for you. God wants the struggle for you to be over and for you to then enter into his rest. What do I mean by entering into his rest? Living in a place of communion where you pray fervent prayers and your prayers bring the miracle working power of Almighty God. It's entering to his rest where you're no longer struggling with God. You don't feel like you're in a battle trying to get him to do something. He wants you to enter into a state of rest with him 
Why do I call him the Almighty? Almighty means having complete power, omnipotent. He has unlimited power. Nothing is impossible. He can do absolutely anything. But we must stay connected. I want to give you a few steps to fulfillment today. One, you have to establish yourself in 15 minutes a day. Set up a specific place and have a specific time where you go, you pray, and you meet God, and he will meet you there. And secondly, getting out your Bible and having the Psalms, open to the Psalms. I'm in the Old Testament. Now I'm speaking about the Psalms. And what you would do during this 15 minutes, you would just read a few scriptures from the Psalm and then speak to God in your own words. And then read a few more scriptures and then speak to God in your own words. You're establishing yourself and beginning an intimate relationship with God. Fervent prayers are prayed by relationship. We must dwell with God. Fervent prayers are prayed by the righteous through the Holy Spirit. God wants you to have answers to every dilemma. But how can I have answers if I can't hear his voice? Then what's missing? Revelation. It comes by relationship. Breakthrough is about to come to you. A mighty breakthrough today. Relationship brings such power into your life. Power from on high. You see, something has been missing. Communion relationship connects you with a supernatural spiritual force. It's the Holy Spirit. Let's discover the moment that he came on the scene at the day of Pentecost. The disciples are in a room and there's 120 people in the room and all in the upper room. It must have been an atmosphere so full of excitement and expectation. Jesus has risen from the dead and he told the disciples, tarry there in Jerusalem. And I'm paraphrasing, if you will. He said, I make a promise to you. I'm sending the Holy Spirit and such power is coming upon you as you cannot even imagine. Oh, he was sending the Holy Spirit to them. We know the Holy Spirit as they prayed. He entered into the room with tongues of fire and he rested upon them. And they were filled with the power of the Holy Ghost, endued with power from on high. The disciples began praying fervent prayers, healing and deliverance take place. They had an encounter with almighty God. Such revelation. And boldness followed them. Do we have to wait for another Pentecost to receive power from the Holy Spirit? When will the Holy Spirit return? Let's take a look at Genesis 1 and 2. Revelation with great truth. Every believer must have Genesis 1 and 2. Now the earth was formless and void and darkness was over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Now, wait a minute. What spirit of God was hovering and brooding over the earth? God only has one spirit, the Holy Spirit. Now, we clearly see he was here in Genesis, the first book of the Bible. The spirit of God was hovering. We know it's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit of God guided the Israelites by day. 
the Lord went with them ahead of them and a pillar of cloud to guide them on their way. And by night as a pillar of fire to give them light so that they could travel by day or night. Exodus 13, 21. It's his spirit. My Lord, my Lord, my Lord. He moved in front of the host as a pillar during the day and he took the form of smoke and a fire at night. This is power. God is about to unleash a force in your life to bring deliverance and new hope. He said he makes all things new. Oh, he's making a new relationship with you today. Saul was anointed as king of Israel by Samuel. Saul tells Samuel these words. The spirit of the Lord will come upon you in power and you will prophesy with them and you will be changed into a different person. First Samuel 10 and 6, this is the power of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Almighty God. Saul turned to leave Samuel, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon him and changed his heart. And all these signs were fulfilled that day. This is from First Samuel 10, 9. This is the Old Testament. Jesus had not been born. There was no Pentecost. But we can clearly see the Holy Spirit active In the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit is in this realm. He's here. God wants to unleash the power of the Holy Spirit in your life. This is the power that brings miracles and signs and wonders to the church. I want to share something with you for just a moment. I was called to the hospital for a little girl at Texas Children's Hospital in the Medical Center here in Houston. And the little girl had been sick for three or four months, and her mother had called and asked me, you know, Sister Valerie, would you come to the hospital and pray for her? I said, absolutely. You know, I'll come. And so my son, my younger son, he was home from college that year. And this is only a couple of years ago. Well, he was home from college, and this is my Bible reading son. And, you know, he he was really strong with the Lord as a small kid. He really believed and read his Bible, and he was in his second year of college. He was still reading, playing football and staying in the word of God and God was guiding him. Well, all of a sudden, about the third year of college, there was a change. Indulge me for just a moment, if you will. He came home from college for the summer and one day he made the most ridiculous announcement right there in the living room. He and I and his brother, there we were having a talk, and my, my husband wasn't home, so it was just the guys and I, and we're having this talk, and you know me, I'm talking about God and something wonderful that God has done, and as I'm talking about God, I finished the statement, and all of a sudden, he spoke up, and he said, you know, Mother, there really isn't a God. He doesn't really exist. I thought my heart was going to fall out of my chest. I, I said, what are, you, what are you talking about? I mean, I was so shocked. I'm, but you know me, I, I, I wasn't speechless. I was shocked, but I wasn't speechless. And he said, well, my biology professor, mother, at college, he said there is no God. He said that everything can be proven through scientific methods. I was absolutely floored. Well, I spoke with him several times, you know, and, and we continued to talk about this. And, of course, I spoke out right then. It, it was to no avail. It didn't do any good. You know, the professor was right. There was no God. Oh, my goodness. I was absolutely 
devastated that summer. Well, this particular Sunday, I asked my little atheist college student to, to go to the hospital with me to video this little girl in Texas Children's Hospital. And we got out of the car and he had the camera. And, and as we were walking towards the hospital, we had valet parked and walking towards the hospital. And he was just chatting with me. And you know, mother, this and you know, this and that. And I said, Shh, son, son, please, please. I, I got to focus this little girl's been sick for months, and she just sleeps, and she, she has no, no strength to her body. I've got to just kind of focus on God. And as I was walking with him in silence, I could feel the power of the Holy Spirit surrounding me. I could feel the angels on both sides. It felt, it felt like I had wings like an airplane, you know. I could feel this holy presence on each side of me it was absolutely amazing. And so, you know, when I got to the hospital room, I, I introduced my son and I told the mom, I said, is it okay if we video this, what God is about to do? And she said, absolutely, sure. You know, we, we can video it. Sure, go ahead. I said, okay. So my son got out the camera and he set up the video. And so I went over to the bed by the little girl and there she was sleeping, nine years old and, you know, sick three or four months. No, no explanation the hospital has no diagnosis for her. They can't figure out she's she's really limp, lifeless just about. She would barely eat, you know, but she could eat table food. But then she would just go right back to sleep. No diagnosis, no strength to her body, but a constant sleeping. And so, you know, I went over to the bedside and, you know me, I'm going to anoint with oil. I don't know if you agree or not, but that's me. That's who I am. So I anointed her with oil and I began to pray. I put my hands on her forehead and I began to pray, and she opened her eyes, and I told her mom, I said, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to wake her up. She said, no. She's been sleeping for hours and hours, days on end. No, it's okay that she wakes up. It's a good, it's a good thing. I said, okay, okay. So I put hands on her again, and I began to pray and continue to call on to God, you know, about her. And she kind of opened her eyes and moved a little bit, and then she opened them. She looked at me, and she went on back off to sleep, and you know, I think before I left, if I remember right, maybe she opened her eyes again, but it wasn't much activity with her. And, and we left the room quietly and we went home. And my son physioed this. But we got home and it, I tell you, it couldn't have been two hours went by. It couldn't have been. Anyway, I got a, 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 a text message and it had a picture. <laughs> and the little girl had gotten out of the bed and she was behind a wheelchair. And I called her mom and said, what is this? And she said, an hour after you laugh about, she got out of bed, and that's my sister. That's her aunt. She's pushing her in the wheelchair. And I said, what? She's not in the wheelchair. I'm looking at her. That's her aunt in the wheelchair. She said, yeah, she's playing around. And see the balloon that you bought her is tied to the wheelchair? I said, I see that. She said, it's a miracle. I just hope she doesn't go back to bed and go back to sleep. But she got up, and she has energy and she said, it's a miracle. Look, Sister Valerie, look what God has done when you came and you prayed for her. So quickly, I went and got my son and I showed him the picture of what God had done. And then the, the doctor came and she talked with the doctor and, you know, she and the doctor taped it. And the doctor said, I've never seen anything like this before. I've never seen anything like this before. Oh, praise almighty God for what he does. Glory to God. Miracle signs and wonder follow those who believe. And they're following you. You wouldn't be listening to this message if you weren't a believer. Praise God. Those are the miracles that are performed by the Holy Spirit. It's relationship that's missing for many believers. I want to tell you that my little atheist son changed and completely changed his course. And he got back on course with 
God. You are invited to join Valerie and Joan on a live conference call every Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time by calling 1-832-895-9654. That's 1-832-895-9654 each Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God from Genesis to Revelation. So he is in the earth's realm. So what's missing? It's relationship. That's what's missing. And I want to give you just a few steps and to further establish your relationship with God. As you go to the Father, you must surrender. Release all of your likes and your dislikes, whatever they are, and take on God's likes and dislikes You'll find them in the Word of God. I'm sure you're familiar. And the next step is pray. Lord, I'm removing all resistance to the Holy Spirit. Not my will, but thy will be done. At some point, we must release our our, our own self and submit ourself completely to God and be defined, our life to be defined by his divine purpose. And thirdly, Now we must stay in his presence in prayer and seek the Holy Spirit. He begins to enter uh, and begins to lift up and more and more. He fills us with his presence. And then the fourth, he, he now he begins an action plan with you. The submitted person is obedient to the moving force, the, the the more obedient we are, that's that's the resistance. When we're disobedient, there's a resistance between us and the Spirit of God because wherever there is no resistance, there is a transfer of power, right? It's a rule of physics. We find ourselves in error is number five. And whenever we find ourselves in error, we repent quickly before the Lord. Why? Why do we repent quickly? Why do we need to repent? David gives us a profound answer. He said, Lord, do not take your Holy Spirit from me. The Holy Spirit will change our conversation. He'll renew our mind. If we don't repent, we'll find ourselves in a dry place. But as we repent and stay before the Lord, once we submit our will to God completely, he will dominate our life. You know, a minister trained me for 23 years. This minister had extraordinary gift of prophecy. I've never seen that gift again in this lifetime. Not as strong as this minister had the gift of prophecy. And as, you know, I was under this minister being trained, and I asked one day, how is it that you have so much revelation? Your gift of prophecy is so profound, you know? And and the answer was that they had found themselves sitting up long hours at night, in the wee hours of the night with the Bible in their hand, reading and speaking to God, reading the Word of God, being steeped, if you will, and the word of God. And, and this minister said that oftentimes they would find in the middle of the night, they'd wake up and they'd find themselves still sitting in the armchair and they had fallen off into a deep sleep and woke up and there they were still in the armchair with the Bible in their hands. Long hours with the Lord is what I was told. Relationship. The focus upon that relationship will change our experience in this realm. God, we must stay in the presence of Almighty God. 
and then be sure when you go to the Lord in prayer, go to him and go to him in a state of awe, you know, give God reverence and awe. Be in a state of awe in your mind as you go before the Lord. When you pray, spend much time in awe and in reverence to God. It'll bring you to a new relationship where you and the Lord begin to commune. The Holy Spirit will meet you in prayer. I'm talking about just beginning with 15 minutes a day. You know, I taught a lady this years ago who has an amazing gift of prophecy. I mean, she's growing and growing and growing, but it's a pretty solid gift. You know, she's growing in it, but I'll tell you, the Lord moves and gives her answers. And I asked her one day, I said, you know, I was asking her about her prayer life. And she said, my prayer life, Valerie? She said, you're the one who taught me. And I said, what? (laughs) Really? What did I teach you? She said, you're the one that started me praying. I said, what did I teach you? She said, you taught me to start with 15 minutes a day. I said, really? She said, yes. She said, Kathy, get out your Bible and start and give the Lord 15 minutes a day. Read some scriptures, read a few scriptures, and then speak to him in your own words. And then read a few more scriptures and then speak to him again in your own words. And do that for 15 minutes her day. I said, I taught you that. She said, you sure did. She said, I can't believe you've forgotten it. I said, well, maybe 25 years ago, you know? And she said, yes. She said, that's what you taught me. And that's where I started. And that brought me to where I am today with the Lord. I'm talking about establishing your relationship with God. I'm talking about the power of the Holy Spirit will begin to surround you. Now, remember, you have a specific place and you have a specific time and there'll become an urgency in your spirit to be on time to meet God in that specific place at that specific time. You could even be at work and maybe at work there's a there's a bench. Maybe there's a park nearby or there's a bench at work and every day at exactly 12 noon you go there and you meet God and at home you have a specific place where you have a Bible that never leaves that specific prayer place and you establish that place as a place where you commune with almighty God I'm talking about a new season in your life this is where you establish a relationship and you, you, you give reverence to God and you begin to talk to God. And guess what? You're going to find that he talks back. You're going to find yourself led by the Holy Spirit. You're going to find that you have revelation and revelation is power. He said, I'll guide you with my eye by his Holy Spirit. There's the spirit of the Lord that will meet you at your prayer time. It is the spirit of the Lord that will give you revelation and understanding. He will allow you to hear what you cannot hear in the natural. He will unstop deaf ears. He will cause you to see what you cannot see with the natural eye. It's called revelation power. He causes the blind eyes to see. We can only see and the supernatural By the Holy Spirit, by the power of Almighty God. Something has been missing. 
and its relationship. And as you go to the Lord, now I'm going to give you another tip. Buy a Bible that has every psalm, has a heading over every psalm so that you know what that psalm is for. And that way, when it says David prays and he has a, he's, David has a distress with his enemy. David prays against an attack of the enemy. David prays for forgiveness. Then you know what that psalm is for. And you can turn to that psalm with specific needs. As you establish this 15 minutes of day, prayer with God. Remember, remember to repent before you begin that 15 minutes. Remember to go into awe of God. Isaiah was one who wrote poetic scripture. To me, he's a very poetic writer. And he wrote scriptures about, you know, about God. And There are scriptures in the Bible where it talks about how God, you know, he set out the heavens as, as a curtain, you know. It's a beautiful, and it puts you in a place of awe. Or you think how magnificent, how powerful Almighty God really is. And what does that do? It opens your mind to his miraculous power. And then you begin to realize, well, you really can do anything and everything that I'm asking you to do. You'll find yourself submitted to the Almighty. I'm Valerie Sneed with Prayers for the Heaven, teaching God's people to pray. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org.